This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash redbullrant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 269, No Lock. This week doesn't deserve a yes. It doesn't deserve the yes. I was going to (laughs) say. Deserves the no. Mm. Yeah, so... Red Bulls went to Philly for an Open Cup match and uh, came away with a 2-1 loss. Uh, at least we escaped that any major injuries because there was a scare for a moment. They were uh, Robles was down for a good few minutes. So thankfully that's a, that didn't happen. But out of this tournament, which some people will be happy at, some won't, but whatever. Some some person here will be happy. <laughs> All right, so uh, likes, dislikes. Uh, Trippin, you can go first. What do you dislike about this one? All right. I mean, I guess we'll discuss a little bit more, uh, I don't know, detail and afterthoughts, but my big dislike is it's nearly fucking impossible to watch the US Open Cup. And maybe maybe that means I should be glad they're not in it anymore uh, because... Not being home, finding where to watch it, trying to watch it on my phone. You can't expand the screen to full screen. It's a joke. It's a joke that it's not on YouTube. It's just a joke that the the, the way you try to watch this game is absolutely terrible. I uh, Pat, of course, you know, he definitely talks about how you can't take this tournament seriously. I mean, the the people who run it can't take the streaming seriously. <laughs> And this was the issue last year too. Well, that you, you couldn't like widescreen half the time. It's because the same exact media player from last year. Yeah. It, so it really, it really baffles me. As someone who is a programmer, it really baffles me how you would want to make your own product when there is one readily available elsewhere, mm-hmm. and you're giving your stuff away for free anyway. So why not go to the source? that you can stream to and it automatically backs it up and makes it available for replay. Yeah, I think what the the, uh, the video player they use, it's uh, off of GeoCities. Yes, I believe so. Uh, like if, when you use it to watch porn, all you can see is like pixelated boobage. Is like GeoCities even a thing anymore? I thought it was done. As, as is this the way to view these videos. Yeah, as, as is the quality of these videos indeed, yeah. Apparently GeoCities is active in Japan still. There you go. But there you go. That's why it's such bad streaming. They're that's shooting it over to GeoCities in Japan and shooting it back to us to watch yeah. crappy videos. Yep. 
Paco, Am I supposed I, to say what I dislike? Yeah. <laughs> I, I dislike that I just spent two seconds thinking of a dislike. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, no one's surprised. No one who listens to this yeah. podcast is surprised. Yeah. My dislike is Jesse Marsh. And as as much as people were on him about the formation stuff, I want to talk about his comments after the game. Okay. And where he's complaining about schedule congestion. And I, under, and I understand how it's not fair that we played on Saturday and then the rest of the Open Cup round was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I get that. But that's the schedule. You have to deal with it. Well, that's the schedule that Philly picked. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. What do you mean that Philly picked? Philly, Philadelphia was able to choose playing this game on Saturday at home, and that's when, what they did. When the fuck was that allowed? Uh, I, I don't know, but that is what happened. Okay, I, one, I did not realize that part, part of the thing. All right, the new dislike, the fact that a few years ago, Philly cock-blocked us on a friendly, and now they get to do this, the, the exact opposite to us now. Yeah. To, to be fair, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jesse Marsh did say he would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. He was in Philly's shoes. Yeah. Right, but so here's my question. When did that rule change? Because it used to be that you had to play on this specific date, and both teams had agreed to move it. And now it's just whenever that person, that one team decides to get to play. When did that happen? Who pays attention to the U.S. Open Cup schedule rules? Yeah. Not me. I mean, obviously not me. I'm asking a question. So. Right. <laughs> There's probably a few people out there who are like, ah, article 63 dash by 60 says. Not to listen to this show. No. No, I don't probably, know. Man. I people that run like the, the cup.us or whatever it is. I've got enough shit that I'm sure there might be a few people who listen to this show who know the rules inside and out. You know, if let's, let's do this. If you listen to this show and you happen to know uh, and, and Qualifier is Preferably, you knew this rule before Jesse Marsh made a big deal of it. I, I, I'm just curious. Just reach out to us and just like point us to the rule. Because I'm curious if people actually know what the rule is on that. I mean, if they even know what in the rule book it is. Right. I'm sure someone does. Right. But I'm talking about like someone who kind of knew about it before all this went down. Yeah. Someone who I clearly just made fun of. Now reach out to us. <laughs> yeah, you all suck. Could you guys let us know what's going on, please? Hey, nerds! <laughs> all right, uh, time for likes. I, I want to go first. So I was at the game in Philly. Uh, actually, you know what? That reminds me. I have no dislike. Um, <laughs> so yeah, So traditionally, when the Red Rebel supporters go to Philly, they get blocked into a specific area of the, of the concourse, right? Because obviously. Drunken people are idiots and you don't want to fight starting. Right? That that part is that that's always happened, right? Well, that's fine. Except when it's the open cup and you decide not to have more food options available. So literally the only food option available was fried cheese. Uh, if you want more food options, send more than fifty people to the game. But here's the thing they had the security barrier with an opening. Because presumably some Philly fans could get into those sections. All I asked was, hey, can I go to the chicken and pizza stand that's right there? And I said, no, you can't go there. Cool. 
So that place sucks is what you're saying. It's a big pile of dog well, shit. Yeah. Shocking. And then for some reason, I don't know why it mattered. Th- this was the most ironic thing. So, and I understand the logic if there was more people in the stadium. So they made us all, if you had a, any kind of drink, whether it was soda, beer, whatever, if it came in a bottle or a can, you had to pour the contents into a plastic cup. Presumably, so you're not throwing it, right? That's the that's the logic. You're not throwing a bottle full of liquid because it can hurt somebody. Sure. But there was nobody around. <laughs> like, who are you going to Yeah, I saw the video. <laughs> it's yeah. like... Yeah, fine. You're, you're I, I think, safe, who you were going to hit? I think Red Bulls fans had probably as many fans as Philly did that night. I yeah. think we had more security guards than, than Philly had fans. So, I mean, I, I hope Philly fans are not super gloating over that win because no one showed up. Not even players. All right. Can't, uh, you can't even have the Wednesday night excuse. No. Nope. All right. So, uh, likes for the game, I'm going to go first. As and this is part of me being there. As much as I was annoyed at what was happening on the field, there was somebody there that was much, much, much more annoyed than I was and was at one point jumped out of their seat and screamed for a good thirty seconds straight about Jesse Marsh and him not getting tactics right. <laughs> and I just sat there and laughed at how it worked up. And I get get don't get me wrong, like I gotten worked up at points, but this guy is like he was slightly upset. He was uh, mildly upset. Sure, we'll go with mildly upset. He took it took a record around with the one hundred people in attendance and said, "This is an important game. I should let him know how angry I am." <laughs> I just found it amusing of of how worked up he was. Um, well, let me give you my big like, and that is. Uh, Asbury Park was awesome that day. It's all I'm saying. I got to go watch in, in quotes a team. That's still undefeated in field play, and that's Asbury Park FC. Uh, we had an awesome day watching the World Cup. You could play a little, uh, little FIFA soccer on the old PlayStation, uh, get some merch, watch some bands. Uh, way better time, way better time than watching a, uh, open cup crap game. Uh, I like that I get to hang out with my Joe buddy Joe and watch Phil Mickelson lose his fucking mind <laughs> on hole 13 in the U.S. Open. You watched then, it off. Yeah, I did. On one phone, and then I put the and then I put the Open Cup on another phone. And as you said, it did not go full screen. And I was just like, this clearly does not warrant my attention. <laughs> and I like that I don't have to talk about it again this year. That is true. You're catching a big break. Yeah. So I, I have to go back to my like one more time only because so you know at the World Cup how they always zoom in on the fans the team is losing it's like become a thing right where mm-hmm. whatever team is losing they have to fight find some fan that's like that's that, that's a sports thing of course yeah. classic yeah, sports but it's, but it's more it's more prevalent at the World Cup because it's more fifty fifty base right right yeah I feel I feel like we needed a shot of that guy. Because at times he almost reminded me. I th- actually, I think at times he was worse than those people you would see that they get caught on camera. They got I, don't think, I don't necessarily think they show angry. Like 
belligerently angry people. Oh no, there show. was there uh, there was one time where he was just like dejected in his seat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was after goal number two, and he was just sitting there like, "What the hell?" Yeah. For you people who take this thing so seriously, I, I I'm sorry, can't understand it. I just can't. Understand I mean, it. I mean, can we really say? I, okay. I, I say this knowing that you're not a, that you don't care about the Open Cup, but we do a podcast about this team, so at some point we're part of that group, right? Yeah, yeah. For I am for MLS Cup, the trophy that matters. <laughs> uh, so you're saying specifically Open Cup, okay? Yeah, but don't forget, Open Cup is the easiest way to Champions League. I don't care. Everybody wants to win it because I think it's another trophy that people are going to give a shit about, and they're not. And not the only thing that's going to exercise the demons is MLS. I'm a broken record. I'm saying this fucking again. It's going to, the only thing that exercises demons is MLS Cup. You play Stardust for the Open Cup. Uh, there are people out there who think you can play 46 games and you're not going to have tired legs at the end of the season and they're out of their fucking minds. It's, I, I can't take the thing seriously. I can't. I can't. I can. I can. <laughs> I cried better in my commercial. <laughs> so, by the way, um, speaking of CONCACAF, do you guys know how to actually qualify for next year's? Is it just trof- the two trophies? So, it's there's three spots. Open Cup, MLS Cup, and Shield? No, Supporter Shield is technically off the list this year because we're only, we're only getting two bids because of the, how they're reorganizing the tournament. I, I, I know. Open Cup, MLS Cup, and B Atlanta. No, but although I guess I guess to, to make it this sort of you have to do it. So because Toronto won MLS Cup last year, mm. and they can't qualify as an American club, right? Because they're they have to they have to go through the <laughs> Canadian Amway Championship, whatever it's called. Yeah, the two game tournament, or whatever yeah. the hell, yeah, the pile of trash. Um, so apparently they decided that the third spot for this year. Is going to be decided based on a two-year aggregate of MLS play. So basically, whoever wins the quote supporter shield for two the two-year period of last year and this year gets in. Yes, <laughs> I know. Oh my God, they don't see me rubbing my head. That is insane. That's what this is the last year. It's like all cuckoo because they're yeah, trying to be caught up. Yeah, this is the last year, and then they're going to fix it. Yeah. Which, is, which is because Toronto won. It's it's fucks everything over. Yeah. Good job, Canada. Where to go? Yep. Run up again. Just kick him out of the league. It's fine. Josie Outdoor still screwed it up for Americans. What else is new? That's what he does. Ah. All right. Let's move on. We have a game. Oh, afterthoughts. Do we even have any? Yeah, I do. Just, I mean, I do. Just really quickly, actually, about the game. Uh, since we didn't talk about it at all. Well, I mean, uh, we really want to. No, just real quick. I mean, you saw a team that was tired. That That's what you saw. You can only play so many games with that kind of schedule congestion and playing on a Saturday. You know, that that's that's what happens. And you tried to run out a few starters that were also tired. You're missing a couple guys. You know, you bring in Bradley Ray Phillips and he scores <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's kind of too late you're already down by a goal so that's all i'm really going to say it's just kind of a bummer um also i never looked into it and i'm sure everyone else did but i don't know i'm busy this week what happened to ryan Mir starting yeah i was going to mention that because on the 15th he jesse said he the day before literally the day before he goes 
Yeah, Mara's going to start all the games. And then Robles gets run out. So what happened? I don't know. Was, that was never answered? Does anyone know? Well, maybe, I mean, some, maybe, wrote, maybe we wrote a few swastikas on like the uh, bathroom walls at the training center or something. They're like, come on, grow up, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I have no idea because I... I mean, I've never, I haven't seen the news, and I honestly been kind of heading to work this week, so it's not like. I even I, well, also, what happened is it uh, it was an open cup game. As soon as they lost, we we're like, whatever. <laughs> so I don't know. Thought that was very unusual. Yeah, no, he, he must have picked up a, a, a knock just before the game or something. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, yeah. Get the hell out of it. All right. So uh, this coming Saturday, June 23rd, 6 p.m. Eastern time, the Red Bulls will be hosting FC Dallas. And if you're wondering why it's 6 p.m., it's because the game's on Udemas. 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 Which means if you have ESPN Plus, you're probably not going to get it at all, ever. Cool. So you better hope you watch it live. Guess I'll have to go. Or find a totally legal stream. Well, I'm talking about for someone that can't watch it live. Mm, Like, I might not not be able to. Mm. And now I'm going to see if YouTube TV has Unimos. I think maybe you should uh, just reprioritize. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Stupid me wanting to have a life. You need to go get another crappy cable network again. That you know only yeah, carries yeah. fifteen channels. Make sure one of them's Unimots. Mm-hmm. Also, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it fireworks night? Rubber Arena? Yeah, uh, it might be. Hold on, I actually got an email. I think it is. It is fireworks night. We're gonna get some eight p.m. fireworks <laughs> where it's not even. It's just, it's like dusk. Uh, oh boy! Yay! They might get rained out. The fireworks might get rained out. Well then, don't they just aren't they just like they things they set off that pretty much go no further than the roof? Yeah, no, like, it it's yeah, but it's a good show. Uh, Saturday, good show. so it is projected to rain on Saturday, and Google is saying at eight o'clock it is raining. Cool, Uh-oh. good, great. Cancel fireworks, everybody. Aww. No one come. Oh, I'm coming for the Red Bull shades. That's what I'm going for. Ooh. They're giving out shades. Sweet. I need some of those. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, that's right. I, I, I'm sorry. I was trying to find a game for myself. Um, <laughs> so I got to go first since I'm in the lead for predictions. Mm. Um, and by the way, so I didn't read this off. Uh, Dallas's record is 8-1-5 and five this year. 3-1-1 uh, one and one on the road. Uh, 29 points total, plus 10 goal difference. Their last five is a draw and then four wins in a row. They good. They good yes, team. They're, they're good. They play sport well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am going... Actually, did they play midweek? Because I'm not sure. That might influence my predictions. I want to make sure I get... Uh, they played They played last Saturday, so they're also a week like we are. The only, advantage, the only advantage is they had to travel to Kansas City. So most likely they traveled there back to Dallas and then to us. Uh, I'm 
I'm going to say 2-2 two, two draw, though, because I feel like ha- having a really good Dallas team come in, given what happened last Saturday, as, mu- as much as it wasn't a full set of starters, I feel like that's a little bit going to weigh in on people's minds. And the, I, So I'm just going to go 2-2 two, because two, I feel like we're not there just yet. We should be. Honestly, this is a game we should like be able to squeak out a two-one victory mm-hmm. and be happy. But I feel like it's just not there yet. So I'm saying two-two draw. I'm going with a one-nil win. Uh, I think the Red Bulls are going to kind of play it tight early on in the game. Just hope for one goal and then try to close up shop afterwards. Again, Dallas is very good. You just pointed out the plus ten goal differential, which is outstanding. Uh, their outstanding road form so far. I think it's just the way the Red Bulls going to have to play. I'm sure they're still going to be slightly tired. They're still going to be down a couple players. Um, I'm okay with them packing it in uh, in the first half and just getting that one turnover and scoring and then just playing defense, playing defense for a lot <laughs> for several, several minutes. Uh, I'm not expecting the best of games, but I'm expecting a win. I'm going to say 2-1 win. Um, I mean, Rebels, actually, at this point, we'll only be missing Murillo uh, out, wi- out wide, and we already know that Ethan Cutler is a thousand times better based on one game. Um, so, you know, it'll be I, – I think they'll be uh, competitive, and I, I think it'll be – might not be the prettiest, um, and FC Dallas will certainly give them a test, but I do think – I do see them coming out with a win, so 2-1 win. All right, there you go. Uh, my, my prediction: I think one of us is going to get this on the nose. Yeah, I think it's going to be one of those weeks. Yeah, uh, we'll see. All right, convinced. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to think with the team anymore. So they're good. They're good at home. Don't don't get crazy. Don't. I mean, let's not get nuts here. They're still a really good team. They're missing a couple of good defenders. I don't know. They're good, but they're, but they're playing a really good team this week. That's the thing. That's okay. Well, they're home. It's all right. They're they're the home team. I'm going to give the advantage home. to the home team. They beat uh, NYCFC at home, which I mean, I know we want to like to pretend they're trash ass, but they're pretty good. If we could beat NYC at their building, then that'll be a lot different because they're undefeated at home. Well, that's right. they haven't played us yet. Just saying. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, New York Red Bulls 2 had two games since we last spoke. Uh, 3 0 loss at the Pittsburgh Riverhounds and then followed up with a 2 2 draw at Bethlehem Steel yesterday. Uh, hold on. Now let's not walk over that one real quick. Go ahead. Uh, they had a 2 0 lead and blew it, I think, in the final like four minutes of the game. Ooh, that sucks. Yes. Yes. So, and the last one they gave up in stoppage time. That's really annoying that both Bethlehem Steel games have been on Wednesday nights at five o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Doesn't that we, didn't, we talked about this last time? Doesn't that field have lights? No. Okay. Well, that's why it's five. But it's still stupid to put it on Wednesday then. Yes, yeah. cor- you are correct. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sky Blue FC Shocker still has not won a game. <laughs> Three two loss. So, Hey, they're scoring. They scored goals at least. Cool. Uh, they lost at Orlando Pride. Uh, the next game is not until next week on Wednesday, the twenty seventh of June. They'll be traveling out to uh, Portland to take on the Thorns. 
All right. Uh, time for dumping ground. I have nothing. So you guys go ahead. Pat, I believe, is going first. Uh, Solanda Donovan's a little bitch. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, this Mexico bullshit. Like, and the best part about it, he tries to make it political. Dude, you took a payday. Let's not lie to ourselves and say it's because they're like, we need to show support for it. You took a payday. And like Taylor Twelman said on ESPN, if you just came out and said, hey, I get paid money. You know, a lot of us would forgive you. I mean, I wouldn't. You never root for Mexico if you're a USA fan. I mean, if you're a Mexican-American, sure. Uh, I can see some wiggle room there. Especially if you're a player, right? <laughs> he was but, the uh, yeah. U.S. team captain. And he's the U.S. team captain with, like, some really spectacular moments. Uh, you know, I believe he's been hit with P in Estadio Azteca <laughs> before. Uh, I think he's mentioned that. And somehow he's rooting for like, It's only because you're taking a payday. Uh, you took some money. That's it. Cut the bullshit and, you know, especially taking on Carlos Bocanegra. Fuck off, you know? Uh, Pisses pisses me off. Americans don't root for Mexico. He Not only did he he take money to do that, oh, that commercial is so infuriating. Yeah. I didn't even bother watching, honestly. It is so infuriating. Um, Not only does he do that, it's for Wells Fargo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wells Fargo. Everything that Asians went through. Maybe what happened is that Wells Fargo uh, opened a fake account under Landon Donovan, and <laughs> it was like Mexican and not American. And he's like, oh, I, I should probably do this commercial. It's got to be me. I mean, there's my account and my name right there. It's got to be my account. Hey, that's my, hey. that is my signature. I guess I'm obligated to be here. <laughs> it has to be me. They bankrupted him, and they were like, well, Mr. Donovan, would you like your money back? If so, what did you do a commercial for us? <laughs> Actually, not even that. They threatened They threatened bankruptcy. And then after they did the commercial, it was like, oh, sorry, your account's not actually with us. You're with TD Bank. No! <laughs> yeah, just... Uh, I, it's Bush League. It is. It really is. And I also like that uh, Kobe Jones ripped them, too. Oh, they all did. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if there's a single player that was like, I mean, Herc Gomez, who's, you know, you know, covers League MX and all that good stuff. He was like, fuck you. Are you serious? So it's, yeah, I mean, come on, dude. I mean, he does this shit. He does this shit every so often. He comes out and says something dumb. This is just another example. But he did a, a commercial. Yeah. This isn't even like a statement. This is like full on a-hole move. Yeah, and uh, I know there are some people who said try to rope Alexi Lawless into this because he wore, I think he may have worn a uh, Mexico jersey in a commercial for Fox Sports. Fox Sports pays his his, pay- his paycheck, you know? Right. And, basically, and Fox Sports, with USA out, has to go to the next biggest fan base in this country, which is still Mexico. Mm-hmm. Then they, they have to sell games. So and far different situation. And I would say, more importantly, Alexi Lawless has also been removed from the national team for years now. Yeah, Donovan's only been out for like he he was he was on the team last cycle, right? Like he was in the last World Cup, right? So no, no, he wasn't. Okay, that was the big scandal. He got left home, but it was like right before. So it's not even like he hasn't even hit five years technically, right? Like it was right before the World Cup he got dropped. So yeah, so like he's not even five years removed from playing. Actually, and and he played his his last game after that. So he, you know, it's not even like. He hadn't played for the national team recently. At least Alalis has some years behind him, and it's clear that Alalis is for the paycheck because 
he's been working for Fox for years. Right. And, and, and he, he also wasn't just the U.S. national team captain. And Wallace also didn't go after people that called him on his shit. I mean, ugh. and Lawless also, let's you know, you know, God bless him. Not in the conversation for greatest U.S. men's national team player of all time. You know, right? Uh, Landon Donovan is at least until Pulisic seem keeps if he's as long as he keeps going the way he's going, dethrones him. And then Tyler Adams dethrones him, right? Yep, Tyler Adams and um, Ben Mines dethrones uh, Ben Mines. Yep. You you guys are missing somebody here. Who's that? Sean Davis. Oh, Oh, yeah. The king. Forgot about Sean Davis. He is the king. The king of sport. (laughs) So so I feel like with with this, with the Landon Donovan thing, it almost feels like He's the former national team player who's had like the worst fall or the worst drop off after leaving the national team in terms of just his like his public stock. I, don't... I mean, as an analyst, he's you know, he's boring. Yeah, I mean, he's he's very you know he's not he's not very excitable. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, yeah, you could say he's job, but you know, unless he was an idiot, he, he's got money. You'd assume. Then again, I don't know. He came out of retirement to sit on the bench, club young. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on because enough talk about that jerk off. Yeah. Um, the World Cup, uh, uh, not not exciting, boring. I think one day there was three one nil wins, uh, except for something I'm going to get to uh, in, our, in my next segment. But I don't know this game. The the the, the cup so far is just it's lacked. A lot of excitement. There has been that many exciting games, except for the uh, England's first game, Spain and Portugal. Yeah, Spain Portugal. Uh, aside from that, just it's been like a festival of one one nothing and one I one. Mean, and... There's there's some there's some unexpected excited or excitingly stuff. Like I think it was uh, what France Australia was better than it probably should have been. Yeah, and I mean Mexico upsetting Germany, um, but. <laughs> Iceland, Iceland, uh, drawing uh, Argentina. Yeah, throwing them off their game, obviously, after today's 3 nothing loss. Jesus, yeah. Which is my terrible team of the week. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to throw it in there right now. Uh, hilariously brutal. Um, I'm going to get, I'm going to get back to World Cup, but I'm, yeah, let's throw that in now, losing 3 nothing to Croatia. This is, I feel like this is a Croatia having a, kind of sort of home field advantage. And I think if this game was again played in Brazil, it would have been a, a different situation. See, I, but from what I saw, I really do. But from, from what I saw during the pregame, I feel like Argentina had more fans in there. But I mean, like the, the travel is very light for Croatia. That's true. You know, they probably rode a bunch of bicycles to the, you know, to the stadium. Yeah. Cause that's a thing in, in Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I just didn't have to travel that far. But I, listen, I'm going to give you some insider information if you're ready. It's the most uh, insider information I can possibly give you. Oh uh, I have a coworker who is from Argentina. All right? This is as far as I go. And her suggestion was to get Messi off that team. All righty, then. Well, I mean, this is his last World Cup anyway, right? So. Yep. She feels that once he is gone – then that ball will get spread around and not every ball get fed to one man. Yeah, that's a possibility. Everything. So there you go. There's my insider. 
Yeah, I, I kind of I want to say after this uh, World Cup performance, uh, welcome to MLS, Leo Messi. You know, at this point, uh, why not? <laughs> I, I was going to say, in fairness, like the three nothing scoreline was more indicative of the defense than anything he did. I mean, he wasn't great in this game, but if you haven't seen the first goal in that game, go find a clip of it. It's horrendous, and, it's, and it has nothing to do with anybody but the goalie. But again, I mean, don't downplay Messi because look at oh, the no, first no, I'm not. But look at the first game. Yeah, yeah, he missed, he missed that penalty. That's just. And, and, although and, I have seen the uh, the uh, LeBron Jr. Smith meme, where somebody replaced LeBron's face with uh, Messi and Jr. Smith with just the Argentine crest. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. In terms of the World Cup being boring, I, I, yeah, I, there there have been some stinkers in there. There have been some games where I'm like, I don't care, like, at all. But I don't know. There have been some good ones. I mean, I, I, yesterday I watched Iran, Spain at Derby Road, and uh, I found myself rooting for Iran with every, like, near miss they had. I mean, <laughs> yeah, our great, great enemy, Iran. Uh, World Cup does strange things to people. It makes you root for people. Which, you expect. which I didn't realize this, but apparently they're – I think they're the top team out of Asia right now. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of surprising. Um, I, I think the reason the World Cup isn't as exciting is because of just how teams got drawn into groups, right? There's no, it doesn't feel like there's any real group of death this year. And like the most like, dominant team, you know, it's bullshit. You know, there's no fucking way Rush is that good. No, no. Yeah, something's up with that group. But I, I mean, there's no real group of death. Like the only major. I think the only real major um, gain that we would see in the group stage is Spain Portugal, and we've already saw it, already seen it. Right. I, if that was like the last game of the group, I think that would that would have been much much different, much much different than the first game, because then you have actually advancing on the line, possibly anyway. And look, let's face it. I mean, you know, you don't want to take anything away from the teams that made the World Cup, uh, but. No, but just there's no like sexy matchups though. Yeah, but and, what I'm saying, like my point, my saying, like this would have been better if Italy was in it, if the Dutch were in it, if the United States was in it. Yep. Be more thing, but there's also okay, and this is another thing I've noticed too, and it's just maybe us being old men. Uh, yeah, we don't. A lot of the stars that that we've watched play in the past couple World Cups are just they're just not there anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a lot of new guys, which I kind of like. I mean. If you watch the England game, mm-hmm. that is just young kids ahoy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking for a cranky old John Terry and all these other guys out there. You're like, oh, those, those players are clearly, you know, they're old. They're not around anymore. And it, it's weird. It's a very weird feeling. I think that's part of it, too, is unless you're like a, a diehard fan, aside from Ronaldo and Messi, there's not a ton of big names. Yeah. And then, and again, you know. The weird times. The eight, I mean, the latest yeah. games two o'clock. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's tough. Yeah. I mean, not everyone wants to wake up for an eight a.m. game unless you're a hardcore fan of that team. Yeah, I'm almost never watching an eight a.m. game. But right. uh, I mean, and then like you know, the fun teams. You know, I'd say the most fun team to watch right now is Iceland. Obviously, I mean, they were fun to watch in Euro 2016. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of like relating to the players, I mean. You know, it's hard to relate to a player's name whose name is like uh, Jorn Lagerschlagerkagen Lagen. And you're like, how did, did I even say that right? I don't even know. There's so many consonants. 
There's the vowels. And, and, you know, one, another, one of the best players in the World Cup, uh, unfortunately plays for Egypt. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, it's just him, you know? Oh, yeah. So again, it's like, you would love to point out a big star, uh, but they're gone. They're eliminated. Because yeah. he's the only one who scored a goal and it was on a penalty. I mean, I suppose, you know, if you want your story, even though he's a, I'm not a, I mean, well, let me preface this. I'm a fan of his ability, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm not a fan of the guy, Ronaldo. I mean, the story of Ronaldo is certainly, uh, an interesting one. Four goals in two games, uh, carrying Portugal on his back. Uh, you know, and to a certain extent, I mean, that, that's, is the, he's the anti-Messi. I mean, Messi, uh, they're both in very similar situations. They're clear, they clearly both, you know, had, leap, shoots and, I don't know, leaps and bounds better than the rest of their team. Ronaldo so far has been able to Portugal on his back. Messi, not so much. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that there's a story, but I think, yeah, there, there's a lot of flaws with this World Cup. I haven't seen ratings yet. I'm kind of curious as to what they are, but uh, they can't be great so far. They can't they be can't. great, yeah. Not not at those times. Yeah. I was gonna say the first the first game being at eight a.m. It's just like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is the first time that they've done three group games on the same on the same day. No, or, no, no. They've done that for some reason. Oh, yeah. I thought it was always like two group games. You can't like, because then it would go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going. I remember in twenty. I remember in twenty ten going to uh, uh, Darcy Stafford and getting there for the eight a.m. game, and then there's whatever game was next, and then the USA was on uh, later that day. How about the fact if you live in the West Coast? Oof! Forget about it. You know that that's no, rough. You. What's your latest game's eleven a.m.? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that that's bad. So yeah, ratings have to. They're they're going to be what they're going to be just because of time wise, and it's not going to yeah. be any better at the next World Cup. No, yeah, it's going to be what the same, roughly the same. Right. Yeah, I mean, they might with the if presu- assuming the U.S. makes it, they might uh, shift it a little bit for you know because of uh, ratings for that matter. Because I mean, well, the other I thing think is because it's because the next one's getting moved to the winter, they could shift the games up in the day. Save more sunlight. Right, I don't think right, they're going right, to worry right. about sunlight in stadiums. I don't think that's yeah. a concern. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking how cold it can get in. Well, okay, I don't know, I don't know how much of a desert Qatar is, but it's a desert. <laughs> but pretty it, sandy. It, it, can, it can get cold at night, right? So, like, it can get cold at night in the desert. Yes. So you move the games up to counteract the fact that you're playing in, in December. So you get more warmer weather for the players, which would naturally benefit us because then that means actually no, that will hurt us. Never mind. I'm going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that actually make it worse then. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm looking at the schedule right now and I, there's not many games I want to watch. This it yeah, it's always like like Germany uh, like Germany, Sweden I might watch, but I think until a lot of it's like just a hey, team you know against team. Burp. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> the England England's last game, which I can't even for some reason I can't even see it on the schedule right now. I don't know why. Like, well, they played Tunisia was the first game, right? But they're playing Panama next. Cool. <laughs> 
Which, uh, watch uh, Murillo and Escobar uh, become sacrifices to the English Lord. <laughs> it's just weird. It's not showing me the group. Google's not going past that, going past Thursday, apparently, or yeah, Wednesday. Or they Thursday. don't want you to know. Yeah. They're like, no, you don't want to know how bad it's going to be. They don't want to see. But so they like they have Belgium in their last game, so that might be good. But I think like those are the only two games I'm really like. Maybe Iceland I'll follow because it's a good story. But I'm, I'm going to Derby Road to watch them tomorrow with uh, Nargia or against Nargia or some friends. So I wish I could find an Iceland T-shirt to buy. <laughs> like Group H is Japan, Senegal, Poland, and Colombia. Like none of those matchups sound appealing to me. Go Japan. I, I would like to go to Columbia. Uh, uh, Columbia. I would like to go to Elizabeth and go watch a Colombian game uh, from there because they, they have a nice big little Colombian section in Elizabeth. I think it would be fun. Actually, uh, the empanada provider for Rebel Arena is uh, from Elizabeth. Uh, they followed us on Twitter. I'll give them a quick shout-out. Their name is, I hope I'm saying this wrong, Brisas, and they are located on 262 Morris Ave in Elizabeth. Uh, if you want to get some empanadas not in Red Bull Arena, go check them out. Although, I'm assuming they're good. Never mind. I'm not even going to say anything. So, this is completely random now. So, uh, at Annalise and Annalise Bender on Twitter, just because I saw this come up on the timeline, uh, said, RBNY fans, check your outrage. And it's a retweet of a Wells Fargo uh, meet and greet for Tyler Adams. On Monday, they still stink. It still was Fargo. I don't care. <laughs> but I mean, at least at least you know he's getting paid to be there. Sure. And plus, plus this, that kid needs money, and he's not plus, the national team captain. Plus, plus, MLS players do have to make a certain number of appearances per contract. So. I'll get mad when he shows up in a DC United. Jersey shilling yeah. for Wells Fargo, so goes full Rafa. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, real quick, my last note here. Uh, Sunday, I'm again making the trip. I think Pat is probably down to Thanks, Asbury yeah. Park, down to Asbury Park Yacht Club for Asbury Park FC's uh, event soccer watch because four, no, three Red Bulls players are going to be down there, and that Red Bull video game guy is going to be down there too. So, yeah, so that's going to be fun. So definitely going to be down there hanging out, watching some uh, action. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I won't won't be there till later, but I'm going to try and leave right after work and get there. And then I figure I can work afterwards where the money's more, where it's more money to work down the shore, Ubering. That's right. Yeah, and parking is a real treat. Oh, that sounds not great. It's a real (laughs) who, let me tell you. Last Saturday was fun. We lucked out and got a great spot, but it's oh man, it's something else. Pray for a, a like slightly dismal day. Slightly. <laughs> all right, so is that it? That's all I got. All right, let's wrap up. Uh you can visit us at patreon.com slash rebel rant. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash rebel rant. $1 a month is all you need for the uh, exclusive content there and help us support the show. Uh, RedBullRant at gmail.com if you want to email us during the week. 973-348-5329 is the 
voicemail, facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooch myself, at PMAC, DAT for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Time for the Red Bulls to get off the schneid. Don't worry about what happened in Chester. Just watch that toxic waste off your bodies. Come on out on what should be a terrible fireworks night and win. Yeah, it's uh, Red Bulls. Get out there and win. And uh, Russia and Mexico, help you both fall flat on your faces. You're on out. Yes. Yes. Never Mexico. <laughs> That's right, Landed Cakes. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 269 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.